everybody, this is Johnny Dane. This is Dante. We're LitCast, and in terms of the word LitCast, we're actually going to be making a couple of changes. So we know that LitCast has been streaming on LAinformant.com. Uh, due to a lot of different shifts that's been going on, as you guys know, like the world is changing this year, especially 2020, we're actually going to be shutting the official LAinformant.com down, transferring all of that to Tumblr. So we'll give you guys an update on that once that's ready. And uh, we're just going to have this podcast streaming on, you know, all streaming if you guys are still tuning in and listening. And it's going to be called Dante and Jenny Streaming. Right. So yeah, A little more straightforward. Uh, LitCast is going to be sort of the um, system it's going to be on. Yeah, like whole... so just to give you guys like a like a summary of what we aimed for when we made this like podcast and what we're aiming for as we continue is we've learned and realized throughout making this podcast is like what we're focusing on are, are things that we're streaming, things that we're watching. That was the whole main point of it, but it was kind of like glommed into what LA Informant was, which was like a whole another entity. So we're trying to actually just separate that and have LitCast just be what it is, By which itself. is going to be yeah. Dante and Jenny streaming. So you guys get the picture of what we're doing, who we are, why we're doing what we're doing, why we're saying we're saying, what we love doing, and then sharing with you guys, hopefully to help you guys out, to like add some entertainment and what have you. So on that note, I guess we'll go into the episode and uh, I guess Dante just start us off with where we've been because we've taken a lit cast break. This is going to be a fun one. Just because fun uh well we had covid we both got sick and let's be honest with our listeners about covid because there's a lot of misinformation online there's a lot of like what covid is what covid isn't what's going on like there's a lot of people that haven't had covid that are afraid of what covid is okay so go ahead so tell us your fears first well in terms of me like okay so pre-covid so i've had covid Dante's had COVID. Our roommate Brandy's had COVID. So COVID, in my perspective, once I got it, was this like, it just kind of knocked me off the floor. Like you're standing on a floor and it just knocked me off with this really hard hitting flu that came out of nowhere. Like it was just all flu. of a sudden a flu. I was like exhausted, exhaustion. Yeah. I was very dizzy. Like I had no Dizziness is insane. control of my physical body, which felt really odd because I'm like, you, normally you when did you, have control of it, but you didn't. It's just more of like you, you, it you was felt weak. It was doing saying. it was doing what it could do to sustain me. You felt which weak. is like yeah, which is was trying to fight the virus. Right. Right. So yes, like I'm okay. Fine to say like in literal sense, I have control of my body, but at the same time, like. I just felt like this virus was taking over my body is probably the more right way to say it. So everything is normal. Like what, what in my perspective, my experience starting from point A to point B is Dante got it. And then a week later I got it, but I didn't even first see it coming. Like I wasn't sure if I was like one of those people that had the symptoms or tested positive but didn't really have symptoms. You didn't know if you so were I wasn't sure. But I was pretty fucking sure like come the week after Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving is like around the time Dante had it, the week after that, exactly the day, Tuesday, I just 
felt exhausted. I felt tired. I felt like dizzy. I felt like foggy. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I slept full. Like I don't really feel like my normal self. And then I checked my temperature. Definitely had the flu. And I was just like, you well, know you what? I'm going to keep sleeping it, sleeping it off. And then it just became what it, what it is, COVID. It just was COVID. Well, I mean, you didn't know that until I got tested. But so I got it first. I don't know where I got it from. I don't know if I got it from going to uh, work out at the park or if I got it from work. I don't know. Somebody at my work did get it. So uh, it could possibly be that I got it from work or that I got it from the park, but it really doesn't even matter, to be honest, because everybody's getting it. There's so many people getting it over here in L.A. So that's not really the point, but I got it. And, uh, I felt fine. Literally, I felt the full week before I got it. I was perfectly okay. And then that Friday, I was working. I worked that Friday. I worked fine. I felt good. And then at the end of the day, I came home and we, and I went to go play drums. We played music. And that's when I started feeling tired at night. Yeah. I started feeling really tired and I was like, this is weird. Right. And I kind of played through it. I played drums through it, which is a real workout, playing drums. And then, you know, so y- you get energized going through it. And then uh, at the end of it, I felt great. And then I drank a bunch of whiskey. And then I, I woke up the next day and uh, I was clearing my throat. And I just couldn't stop clearing my throat. My throat was just full of phlegm. And that's the start of it for me what happened was for me i just had this constant phlegm in my throat and in my in my in my lungs and it wouldn't go away and then uh halfway through the day i was at like about 103 fever right and it took like four days from that saturday for me to come down for all of my fever to go away for me to not yeah. and the fever keeps coming back for a lot of people it keeps coming back and it goes away comes back goes away for me i had a good amount of fever the first day the second day it was up my my temperature was elevated and the third day same thing by the fourth day my fever had almost went, went away but it went away completely by the end of that day yeah it was really straightforward but i felt Dizzy and tired for two weeks. Right. Three weeks. Yeah. Really, to be honest, after I got it. And to this point, I I still have symptoms from getting sick. Yeah, and so do I. I'm, I'm still... Shortness lungs, of breath. Yeah, my lungs do yeah. not have the same amount nope. of capa- of, of uh, breathing capacity that it had before. Yeah. I, I'm, I cannot work out as much as I, as I could before. We're sore longer. I'm Our sore. Muscles I'm are sore. Longer. Well, that that could have something to do with just laying down for two weeks. Because we literally we just laid down. Well, we could for not. Two weeks. I'm telling we you were guys. So tired. I was passing out every single day after sleeping for 12 to 13 hours. I was still exhausted to the point where I needed to take naps every she would, single day. She would sleep for 10 hours. Yeah. And then wake up, and we'd have a normal day. Sort of, we would just lay down. Well, in and bed, just be, yeah, we'd have a normal. Being in we'd bed have a normal his... day uh, as sick people, and she would lay down, and then 
three hours after she, four hours after she woke up, she would fall asleep again for an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. And then she'd wake up and then feel kind of better. And then she would go to sleep for another 10 hours at night. And that was for like five days straight. Yeah. And that was like a lot. And that was in the middle of her sickness. It was after, after she was really sick. It was pretty ridiculous. Literally Dante Um, witnessed me. Like, coming in and out, like, passing out once to two times, like, a day just from being exhausted. Just falling asleep. Just falling <laughs> asleep. He, just laying in bed, falling yeah. asleep. And, and, yeah, it's a really weird disease. Well, mind you, but, mind you, like, in terms of kind of, like, physically, like, the whole myth of, like, it affects everyone differently, that, I'm going to debunk that that is true. Like, what? You're going to debunk that it's true? That doesn't make any sense. What, what well, it's just like the myth of like COVID. Like how does it affect people? Does it affect people like individually? Does yeah, it affect every, people the same way? Everybody does get sort of a different. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm debunking. I'm just kind of saying like, you're, hey. No, you're like, not debunking it. You're confirming it. Oh. You're confirming. Oh. When you debunk <laughs> something, you mean you're saying that it's not true. Which, which like you get, you know, like the, I'm going to throw out, out there I'm pretty lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been drinking all day. Uh, it's Saturday, and it's confirming. almost Christmas. She's confirming <laughs> that it's absolutely different for so many people. Um, some people, even like my mom, got it, but she didn't get the same kind of issues that we got. Right. Uh, she got it, and she's in her in her forties. She's and, she for some she reason actually, she has greater she genetics it, than us. She got she it didn't, less. She got less yeah. of a sickness than we did. I actually had the worst. She actually had the energy to play video games all day. I couldn't even get I on my phone. I couldn't even. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't even I couldn't, read. I couldn't play video games. I couldn't, I couldn't even I couldn't, read. I just wanted to lay and yeah. sleep and just eat food. I I truly thought I, I was to gonna die. Like that was literally was, where was, I thought I was. Okay. I was. Yeah. That being said. It is a very, very mild disease. You are not going to die from this. Unless you're not in good health. So it does there affect you go. people well, okay, that, so that aren't in that's, good health. That's just the truth. All right. That's, so yeah. that's just that, though, that's just statistics. So for those of you right? that are in your kind of like senior age range well, or have an immune issue. Everybody knows about that. Everybody knows about that. Yeah, okay. Got to reiterate you, that. We don't, yeah. we don't have, we don't have to. We're not doctors. Well, so we're yeah. not going to say so anything a disclaimer about that. so you guys don't sue <laughs> us. We're not lawyers. We're not health professionals. I'm just saying. We're just speaking in terms of our personal experience. That's all. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's all. We our experience with it is probably very different from most people's experience, and most people's experiences are very different from others. It's just everybody has a different experience, but our experience is that we got very sick. And it was very not <laughs> yeah. fun, and I definitely couldn't go to work. I yeah. was so I was so exhausted I couldn't go to work. And I'm a 24 year old man. I'm 24. I'm healthy. I eat very healthy. Yeah. Uh, um. I, I'm I'm very conscious about my health. I exercise regularly. Dante is way healthier than me, guys. So if he got got it, like and, I was definitely was gonna get it. And I got I it bad, and it was it, not, yeah. it was not fun. Like I I really just I was down for two weeks. I couldn't move i was so exhausted well fortunately in our household of three we're all relatively healthy we all take our vitamins like you know we all exercise move around and eat healthy so you know this pandemic virus didn't really kick us in the ass too bad but it did still fucking kick i mean us it, in the it, ass. It, it, it could kick us in the ass I've, I've never gotten sick 
to a point where I've needed to stay home for two weeks. I've been telling people this is one That's of the worst happened. flus I've had, but I think I need to rephrase that and say it's the worst flu I've ever had. <laughs> like, it's the worst sickness I've ever had. Well, it sucks. Yeah. I mean, I can't say... I mean, the intensity was low. Yeah. But the just the fact that it just lingered for so long was really bad. Yeah. The intensity... I've had worse sicknesses. Where my intent, where the intensity of it was way worse. Yeah. And everything just in general was worse. But it only lasted two or three days. Well, they but said this that healthy lasted people... two weeks. They said healthy people get over it, like, within, yeah, like, two weeks. Like, ten days is when you have to quarantine, obviously. We it all took, know that. It took two weeks for me to feel slightly normal again. And yeah. even after that, I was still coughing and I still felt sick slightly. I yeah. still felt dizzy and sick even yeah. after two weeks. So, like, speaking in terms of that, on that note, we want to kind of focus on what's going on in our environment as well. So, obviously, like, we both live in Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. And from the point when we when we all, like, had COVID, like, at least our household, to when to where we are now, like, being that it's a week, a week away from Christmas. Like, our, uh, what is it, Citizen, or Dante Citizen's app has been saying that it's just been getting worse in L.A. Oh, way worse. So... It's getting worse every day. Yeah. yeah. And when, and, like, uh, no joke, our personal experience, when Dante got it and before I had it, we went to this, like, free clinic appointment that we both scheduled for ourselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. It and, was no good. yeah, we just want to put that out there, too, is that... Getting a free COVID test is really fucked up right now. Like, there's just, like, lines well, beyond lines. at least lines. at that place, that line literally went yeah. down, like, three or four. I mean, it went down, like, eight streets, but it was, like... Uh, like, at least a two-hour wait. It, it was, like, a well, probably, but it was, like, three or four city blocks. Yeah. Like, city blocks. Huge yeah. amounts of cars just waiting to get tested and like mind you guys like this is us like we had an appointment we had a time that they scheduled this in we just didn't go we We just we just drove away we 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 literally like we were so sick that like dante's mom had to drive us to the appointment but once we got there and we saw how fucked up the line was we just drove away yeah well i i have i have insurance so i so i got it through kaiser well, I, I no, the, the out, first find, find appointment a, was a free appointment. So this is, this is Look, for people that I'm don't have saying, insurance that I'm are doing the free COVID I, test. I ended up getting a positive test yeah. from Kaiser. Yeah. I didn't get my positive test from the city because it was fucking ridiculous. It was a two or three or four fucking hour wait. We didn't even know. We didn't wait in it. The line was city blocks long. It was insane. So okay. if you guys are trying to schedule your appointments for free testing of COVID, great. Just know that you're in for if you're in LA, like I don't know three other, to five times more of that weight of LA, yeah, of LA at least. Cities. Yeah. So that's why we didn't uh, do any of uh, any of this. That's yeah. why we haven't been writing or well, or talking. yeah, we so. wanted to, and like a lot of the shift also is that um, we're just gonna like plug it but uh dante and i are also doing other prospects like outside of la informant so we have we're both passionate about being healthy so in 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 the same theme of talking about covid 
like him and I both like exercise, like eat like healthy regularly, consistently. And so we're starting a new like magazine online called Healthist. Mm -hmm. So by the time you guys like listen to this, it'll probably be live. So it's www.healthist.live. So check us out. That's what we're currently doing. And, you know, Dante is like the whiz in terms of the words. And I'm, you know, the mastermind behind the design. So that's been taking up a lot of our time. I do most of the research. She yeah. does all the uh, design on the on the website. And so, so. that's the, that was our kind of like discussion of like, do we want LA Informa to keep going? We were thinking of brainstorming ideas to keep it going. But at the same time, it just drains a lot of our time and... As much as we well, enjoyed doing LA. it, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm <laughs> trying to be. I'm, no, it's not. You know, I don't hate it. Well, it's not just so much of like I, not I really liking LA. It's just more of like there isn't a lot going on right now. You have to pivot, and um, in my opinion, and from what I'm seeing, because I'm subscribed to all these different LA blogs and stuff too. Like I stay aware. Either we continue LA informant and regurgitate ideas like a lot of these LA blogs are doing, or we just really sincerely just give you, you guys like useful things that we recommend and stuff. And that's, that's what healthist would be. That's like what health, healthist, healthist could do. include what things like what, about... what we recommend in LA as well, but just, but just on a level where it's kind of like for people that just want to live healthy lifestyles, you know? It's, a, it's about giving everybody the truth Right. About health. Yeah. As much as we can possibly give you. Yeah. We are not like as we say, we're we're not perfect. We don't always know. But I, I look up all the research and I regurgitate it onto an article and that is what it's supposed to be. It's and, me regurgitating yeah. all the information I read about health. And uh and, and I spend hours like Dante witnesses it around me. I spend hours designing the shit so it's presentable time. to you guys and that's what it is. Ellie Informant is not necessarily dying, but it's evolving into something that we're calling healthist. Yes. So if you guys are digging what we're doing and you want to continue to be on the journey with us, www.healthist.live and we also intend to have like a YouTube channel. We intend to go there. Yeah. And we're going to. We and, just need to yeah. we just need to get the time. Yeah. And, you know. So that's that's the update and you know, to get back on what we're doing, this is still LitCast. This is the last episode of LitCast because we're changing our name to Dante and Jenny streaming. Yeah. Because and LitCast is going to be like the production. It's the whole thing. It, it's kind of like a... We might, we might do another podcast. Too. It's kind of like a prologue, right? It's like a yeah. prologue to what we were leading to. And this whole time, you guys, if you guys have been listening, this podcast has been about streaming. So we're just getting better at it. We're yeah. just kind of elevating it. We're just focusing on it. We're Takes giving time. you guys what you want. We're getting better at the production value. So appreciate you guys listening. This is just us evolving and growing. And that's why Ellie Informant Litcast is going to be part of the past. And yeah. we're going to keep moving forward and give you guys better content. Trying to get back into it. So on that note, Litcast binge series. I'm actually going to call this binge series at World's End because it's the last episode and it's about covid and it's about all the binging shit and it's also about binge worthy shit like pirates of the caribbean but we already talked about that yeah, so that's, that was a great one <laughs> so dante take it away for what we've been binging while we had covid and um this month and you know since we've been away so we went back in time we went 
forward. <laughs> we went. We went all over the place with. And we time. went kind of like extraterrestrial. So, we went extraterrestrial too. <laughs> we went out of the so, universe. So Bear Grylls running wild was a fun one. Obviously, um, Bear Grylls is great. We've re- we've you know, recommended him like in another episode. I remember, but if you guys don't know Bear Grylls. Like he's just a badass English guy. He, post was, he Navy was in the special. He was in the no, not Navy SEALs. He was in the special forces. <laughs> special forces in the Eng, English military. Yeah. So he he was a um, I forgot what to call it, but it was it was in England. Like he's not, special he's ops. Not or Navy something? SEALs. Yeah. He's, he's special ops. Sorry, I'm in, lit. In England, I'm lit. not Navy SEALs. Don't he's, judge me. He's not American. <laughs> the guy is English. Yeah. Um, and he does a great series where he just takes uh like uh celebrities like celebrities mm-hmm. out to the jungle. And, you know, to, like, uh, Iceland and shit. Well, and it's great. You well, know, mind cause... you, it's like the show is really physical. It's like an adventure. Mm-hmm. It's about these personalities of these celebrities that you know well, and you get to see them in another type of light. So that's interesting enough. And it's about all these, like, territories that he visits. But yeah. it's just Bear grills, badass, like, you know, whatever whatever bugs, organization eating he's, lizards, he was, eating it trained fish, him well. Just, just like, this is our dinner. He knows how Taking to live the in the jungle. Most, so, some of the like, most hardcore yeah. people and some of the most just just dedicated yeah. dedicated actors into these places. And they're just completely out of their element. Like, and it's great. Uh, like, on it, like, honestly, guys, like if I make enough money to afford it, I will hire Bear Grylls to take me and Dante to a jungle and learn I just, shit. I just want to know the for guy, a week. to be honest. Like, I just want to cool hang guy. out with him for a week and be like, dude, you fucking blow me away because he's that badass. He's that badass. You know badass. what? He is the Superman of our time. I would he's say... He's the modern I day would, Swiss Army Knife Superman. He is a hardcore motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And I want to buy him a beer. I know yeah. he's got plenty of money, but I would still buy him a beer. So, um, circ- the- circumventing on that, so the Bear Grylls... Running Wild definitely has a cheesy like uh, intro because yeah, it's like that Born cheesy. to Be Wild but like remix of it. Yuck! Oh but my God, yeah. for some reason, Hulu only has season five streaming on Hulu, on, man. I see and all that's the where we watch it from. I but see all but the please, Hulu, if you're listening, please stream one through four because we've already seen the well, whole also, season they, five. They only did like a couple of seasons of his other of of his earlier one. Yeah, on the other one too, and I, yeah. I want to see all of them. So give me all the seasons. Give us more Bear Grylls, you motherfuckers. More Bear Grylls. <laughs> We're I want watching more it. Bear we want to support him, and he's a good guy. I want. I don't give a shit if he's narrating. I want all of it. Yeah. And he did. He did also. He did Hostile Planet too, which is really which good. Which is great. He narrated great. Yeah, he, he narrated but he's not really Hostile in it. It's, he's it's in it more a little about bit. the planet. It's more about the like the animals. They just and talk the about Earth the animal. Anim- yeah. It's which really is another epi- like another series worth watching. Um, both of which are streaming on Disney Channel Disney. Plus. Disney, I think. Yeah. But the National um, Geographic, right? I think yeah was was a hostile yeah. planet. So definitely watch that. Like for us, like if five stars is limited, that's ten stars. Bear, Bear Grylls is ten stars because oh, he's man, so good. He's There's, he just knows what he's, he's doing. He's a rock man. star. He's a fucking rock star. He's he a rock star. He's doing. Yeah. You, it does. Just, just he's not afraid of being in front of. He's not afraid of anything. Yeah. He's not afraid of anything. But he's also but very so- understanding about the people he has, like on each episode, the celebrities, and he's yeah. just very like intuitive. But he's very like, like, uh, like, like empathetic. Like he's like relating to them. He's asking them questions, and he's just like yeah. Very you you curious. get a lot of you get a lot of good in depth yeah. fucking 
uh, interviews. So that guy can do no wrong in our eyes. No. So out of okay. five stars, ten stars, watch that shit. Ten stars. Fucking Bear Watch Girls. that shit. It's Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Right. And speaking so, of ten stars, this, okay. is, this is the series, guys, before Dante tells you what it is that got us through COVID. This, this was this our COVID binge series right here. It legitimately was what we watched most of. <laughs> this the got us through time. it. This At least the it. first week. Yeah. Um, so Penn and Teller. Uh, you guys know those guys? I don't know if anybody knows who Penn and Teller Magicians. Are. One of them is a mag- Teller is a magician. And uh, he and Penn. He's quiet. Penn is like more of a comedian. Yeah. But Teller doesn't talk. Yeah. It's kind of like their stick, mm-hmm. you know, their shtick, I guess is what you would call mm-hmm. it. And uh, they did a show called Bullshit, and it started back in, like, 2003? I was literally telling friends about this, and one one of my friends was just like, what the fuck? Like, what is this show? Like, he was, like, so interested, and I'm like, dude, this is the only show where they show naked people non-stop and <laughs> they they, they, they say whatever they want to say Tits they swear and balls in they don't every give a episode. shit and it's like okay it's showtime right so i'm not too familiar with what showtime. showtime has like i actually looked at it like literally like on friday and i was like okay showtime has a lot of sports it has a lot of like adult kind of like tv shows but what does showtime actually have a pen and teller bullshit streamed on showtime live like you said in the evenings right yeah like it like at midnight yeah. or something. So, or fortunately, show, uh, the Penn and Teller bullshit was streaming on Hulu. So yes, we had a chance to watch Hulu. that because we have the Hulu subscription. Yeah. And, and it was, it's great. It's all seasons. So um, you have the whole full Penn and Teller one through season seven. I think seven, yeah, seven. And, and each uh, uh, each season has what, like 20 something episodes? No, like a lot no, of, no, no, no. no like, like 50? Like 10. Like 10. 10. Like on average, let's say So 10. like, it was if 10 you guys do the each. math, that's like approximately 70 episodes, if not more. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> amount of episodes. Yeah. They're all about 30 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, so if you guys are into binging, like the longest show I've ever watched is probably like, I want to say X-Files, because that was like nine yeah. seasons. Mm-hmm. And I don't know or, how many well, episodes was in that. Probably more than 10 yeah. each season. But house, this is maybe. the only other one. Well, how many seasons does House have? Eight or nine. Okay, so so next next X Files and House. This is the longest show series that I watched complete end, except for Supernatural, which is what I'm finishing. Yeah, the shows were also shorter. Yeah, it was thirty minutes. So that's rather than forty or fifty. Right. But let's let's tell them what's what's great about this show though. It, It it's awesome because the whole point of it is to. Um, put down bullshitters. Okay. So they literally get people that scam you about things like astrology yeah. or let's say... What about the poor like pyramid scheme episode where it was like the guy... pyramid scheme episode, anything. So the whole point of the entire show is to tell you about bullshitters. That's why and it's called bullshit. The, you know what the sad part is, guys, if you guys are listening... A lot of most things that that are going on in our in our surroundings is bullshit. Recycling, fucking pyramid scheme of like being an entrepreneur, buying into people's well, that, like subscription everybody knows programs. about that one. Fucking Herbalife, like if Herbalife comes up or to you or like and the says, oil, yeah. If Herbalife comes up to you and is like, "Hey, like, come sell for us," like, don't do it, dude. I've been I've been approached by them. It's bullshit. I'm I've been you. I've been approached by numerous things, but just saying, okay, you can have like a program that you buy into, 
that you can crap. sell, but it's just kind of like it. What it comes down to making money is people hire you for the skills aspect. So if you're not fulfilling like what skills you know that you are qualified for, like think about it. You go to work. And if you're an office person, you're probably really organized. You probably have the skill in whatever software they hire you, right? Or if you're like a salesman, you're skilled in doing that part. But kind of like the whole pyramid scheme and that bullshit episode was the fact that these people are selling, selling, selling products and it has nothing to do with them. It's just them selling it. But most of them are failing because one, most people don't want the product. Two... They're probably not strong salespeople. And three, the whole pyramid scheme is getting people to buy into the whole, the idea, whole program. The idea is, is not to get good workers. Yeah. When you're when you're a pyramid scheme, let's say like yeah. you know you're selling Jri or you know it's yeah. Herbalife. And what Jri is is that was it um. It's just a berry juice. It's that yoga guy. I forgot what his name was. Fucking Chupac. Chup- fucking Chupac. Uh, fucking Chupac Chopra or whatever. Yeah, uh, Chup- we're kind of lit, so we can't think of it. But Chupac. Yeah, everybody <laughs> knows he's a fucking. Chopra yeah, guy. the yoga guy, right? So it's his water or it's berry like a, it's juice. It's berry juice. That it's like not his. He just he just. Yeah. But mind you, Dante just, and I um, watched the uh, what is it? The um, exposed like documentary that exposed him. So there's a lot of fucking like weird bullshit that goes behind that. So anyway, he's yes, he's never being honest. That's but not the point. that episode it's... was really sad because it just talked about people that were buying into that scam. So bullshits are scams is basically what Penn and Teller are telling us. They're telling us to not buy into the bullshit. Yes. So What's, that's why it makes the show great. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Sorry. So. So the reason why it was really sad, I think, is because in my experience, as somebody who's experienced these people coming up to me saying, hey, like, you know, if you if you really if you really work it, if if, if you work it, it'll work. You know, if you work it, it works. This whole thing, kind of like this AA doctrine that they that they throw at you. They throw this AA doctrine at you like, well, you know, if you work it, it works. You know, if you keep calling and you keep doing this and you work all your friends. But what they're asking you to do in these in these pyramid schemes and these multi-level marketing companies is to make all of your friends suckers. And that is something that only psychopaths can do. And they do do it, though. Absolutely. That's they the do scary do part. But are you a psychopath? I mean, I Jenny, don't think I am. Are you a psychopath? I would say no. I would say no, too. You're I not don't. a psychopath. Right. So is it easy for you to fuck everybody over and no. not care about that? No, because I would no. feel bad about yeah, that. Yeah, because you'd feel bad about that because you're not a psychopath. Yeah. And that is what these companies promote. They promote That's, you just... Yeah. They promote you... Getting your family members, your your friends, everybody that you know, your co-workers, get them all involved in this. Get them all involved in this and buying Jri or buying fucking berries from whatever fucking, you know, Peruvian mountain. And then 
they have these magical properties and they buy them and they sell them and now you have them on your downline it the whole thing is a big fucking scam yeah because you're gonna make them buy it yeah and then they're gonna sell it too yeah but the problem is that mathematically the it doesn't work yeah one person sells to 15 people yeah and if you sell to 15 people you make money yeah. right Right. But then 15 people have to sell to 15 other people each. Yeah. So it increases exponentially. Yeah. After the fucking fifth person, you've got fifth or fourth or tenth person, you've got more people than there are on the entire fucking planet. Right. So it exponentially doesn't work. It's you just can't, impossible. You can't get 15 people goals. in your downline. If yeah. you get 15 people in your downline, it's because you're murdering. It's because you're doing so well, it's fucking crazy. It's Most likely somebody's possible. either paying you yeah, to do well, right. or it's because you're insane and you don't give a shit about anybody and you're and you're using really weird fucked up ways to get them right. to agree to these things. And that is just a fact because if you times 15 by 15 by 15 by 15, eventually you get to the point where you're at the at a population number that's more than the population of the Earth. I know. And that's like after like 10. Well, it's like, that's, these, that's goons, before like 10. these goon corporations reaching for the impossible, selling the impossible. They're and not getting... reaching for the impossible. They're asking you to reach for the impossible. That's the problem with it. Yeah, it's a scam. It's They're scam. asking you as the yeah. uneducated right. person. I'm not saying everybody who's listening is uneducated. What I'm saying is the person who they're asking is generally supposed to be uneducated. Somebody They're asking for people that are not as aware of what's going on in the world. The whole point is to get somebody that's gullible. That's the whole point mm -hmm. in these multi-level level marketing schemes, you know? Right. Is to get a person that's gullible and just get them to fucking start asking people and, oh, buy this person lunch and they'll start fucking selling for you and that's not how it works. It yeah, just isn't. You right. get to three people and then and then you burn out because of how difficult it is. Yeah. How much time you have to put in to get yeah. three people to buy from you. That's ridiculous. And it's not even like a necessity. Like these type of examples that they showed in the episode, there was one where it was called like the man box where it's just like sausages and beer it's more of like a lavish thing to have, but it's not as necessity. Well, like it, necessities point, is like food, gas, bills to support your house, your rent, right? The guy would get paid a certain amount, but then he would have to buy all of the yeah. food for this giant barbecue to get all these guys there. And to literally, drink beer literally and eat, at eat the sausages. end of the episode, this guy that's been doing it for over a year only had two other people in his team. Yeah, literally, two. he had two people. But he spent. Imagine like, if he could get fifteen. It's impossible. Yeah. You can't do it. You can't. So and nobody ever has. As like as somebody that understands that world, like a scam is definitely something that asks you for money up front to pay for the money up front, and then expect you to be like, "Well, you're gonna make this amount expect of money." Expect you to work for nothing. Yeah, there's a difference between investing in a skill, like investing in being like a graphic designer, web designer. Because you can, like, and I'm living proof that you can make money doing it that way. Sure. Versus something where it's like that episode where it's just like you buy a product, you try to sell it, you try to get people on your quote-unquote team. Like, that legitimately is a scam because it's just leading you to this impossible feat. 
of making this impossible money because what you need to do is get more people on that train and to sell it. And then these people start feeling bad because they're like, well, I'm not selling what I invested in. But a lot of the times it's just kind of like being intuitive about like what's what people need. So if you're selling this like juice by this yoga guy and most people don't really need that. To Nobody what, fucking you know, needs it. To what extent are you going to sell it, especially if you don't know anything about working online, collaborating with like online companies like like Dante and I with the health is like we're already collaborating with like two different companies. And it's not because we're trying to like, you know, utilize the money aspect of it, but because we it's know because we trust it's in, these companies. It's, it's in we the same have, industry of what yeah. we're doing and we're helping each other. Right. So working online isn't about like, well, I just want to work from home, work in my pajamas and not, never go to work again. No, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of work. It's and Dante sees what work. I'm doing. It's a lot of fucking yeah, work. It's a lot of and work. And it's just about building these relationships, but also collaborating in a way where you're helping each other. Mm -hmm. When you buy into these pyramid schemes, what you're doing is you're becoming an, like a slave to this corporation of a pyramid scheme. You're not working as a business yeah, you're, person you're not you don't have any you skills. work underneath this corporation you, because you bought into this corporation she's she's going into this whole thing I'm to basically say yeah. hey you have no skills yeah look i'll tell you right now i don't have any skills but as a human but being dante is like a competent have, copywriter you're I, a competent copywriter i guess i can write but i am i don't have any skills like outside of that any I don't have any certified skills. You can't certify me in anything. Yeah. You could say, well, yes, he, he's well, a certified I think also, human like, being. A certification is a scam, and that's what Penn and Teller Obviously. show you. The, yes. And this is my point: is this this entire podcast is not supposed to be about multi level level marketing scams, and you know that, and we know that. But we, we're going to. But this love is what we're we're trying well. we're trying to go into this because it's it's actually just such a great example. Of what this entire show is about. This is only one episode we're talking about. Well, okay, one episode you, out of like seven. What about that sex episode where it was like the dolphin giving birth thing and the tantra right, sex? Right. And it, yeah. There's so much. There's too. There's there. so, there, there's so I don't, much. I don't want to. I don't want to. We can't even do like five episodes of Penn and Teller if we were going to talk about could, a episode. We could literally. That's how. That's how good Penn and Teller bullshit is. We could literally do a couple of yeah. these just about Penn yeah. and Teller. Like probably. if if the the last show was a 10. Penn and Teller was like a 20 out of 5. Like, was, that's how good it is. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. This, this is my point, though, is like, uh, that shit takes work. If you have skills online, you're going to make money online. If you have no skills, yeah, and the whole point is you're going to literally, you're going to literally, put in the time. you're going to literally buy physical objects that you have to like <laughs> store in your home. That is a scam. Mm -hmm. If somebody is offering, hey, buy this on Amazon. And store it in your home so that you can sell You'll be it great. to everybody You'll be around like you. A, you know, success, whatever. No, they are gonna fucking scam you. You're, they're asking you to buy all this stuff because they're getting the money yeah. from you buying it. Yeah, you know that's the. Oh, that's there's a difference between buying into a product and buying into like a skill that benefits you as a if person. If you're gonna, if you want to learn something, learn something. It right. takes work though. It's yeah. not. It's not 
fun. It's not happy. Nope. It's fucking. It it's fucking work. sucks. It's work. And you gotta sit there and do it. Yep. And that is what learning yeah. is. And on that know? note, I guess we're gonna segue into the other thing we've been binging, which was the Mandalorian. Mandalorian is <sighs> fun, man. So okay. so it's hard to say we've been binging Dante it. Dante and I actually like talked a lot of shit about it in the first season. Because yeah. it was like slow, staggering. It was kind of messy. It was a little messy. But the second season, they kind of locked it in. Man, they fucking locked it in. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Star Wars was not my thing for a long time. Neither I was it for it, me. I watched it when I was a kid, and I loved it when I was a kid. But it's actually pretty ridiculous. Right. When you watch all of Star Wars, and we talked about this in other and other episodes star wars in general is yeah. pretty fucking ridiculous it it's it's you know what it is it's kind of like futuristic fantasy fun yeah absolutely that's what it is and that's what it is <laughs> that's there you go perfect three words perfectly futuristic it. fantasy fun it it is it is not supposed to be taken seriously and that is why I think it's Taco Bell nacho cheese like chalupa like it's just that delicious. It's without very actually awesome. really helping. And it really you. it delivers yeah. what it's there for. It really it's, just delivers. It's not a steak. But Mandalorian, <laughs> they actually really get into like the people's lives. Something yeah. that Star Wars didn't do a whole lot of. A lot of Star Wars Star Wars was about just the visuals. Yeah. And. Mandalorian really gets into the well, stories. Well, you know what of it is? People. It's also kind of like John Favreau is the mastermind. Sure. And if you guys don't know John Favreau, the backstory of kind of like Swingers was kind of like sure. his first thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I feel. Well, he did other ones, but yeah. That was his first. That got what? him that MGM deal with well, Vince yeah, Vaughn. Yeah, sure, but he did other ones before no, no. that. Well, yeah, but that was the one that got successful. Understood. Right? That, that, Understood. That's what launched his career. Okay. So John Favreau, interestingly enough, we've been annoyed by seeing his names on most Disney things. Dude, he's on everything. But I've watched other things that wasn't connected to Disney, like Chef. Like uh-huh. Chef was a great story, and he starred in it. He wrote it. And well, I'm John like, Favreau is legitimately he's, a you good know what? He's producer. He's a talented producer. He's a talented, like, kind of creative writer. Yes, like, he's a legitimately ideas. a good writer, a legitimately yeah. a good producer. But also the success of Mandalorian is something that they unconventionally do in shows is have a different director. Well, they have, so like, five having, directors on Yeah, it. we watched, like, the behind the scenes, and there was, like, five different, like, varying directors. Yeah, there was a bunch of directors. But the whole point of doing that and why it works well in the Mandalorian is... They all of them are trying to stay true to the Star Wars saga, and yeah, we're not talking. We're not talking Star about Wars. the like the one, two, three later on. We're talking about the OG seventies ones, like yeah. late sixties, seventies ones. They're like, trying they, to stay as true they, as possible. They, they, it's obvious. It's yeah. obvious. Like watching these episodes, that they all were influenced by those like late sixties, seventies one. That they're trying trying to stay true to that. Like they're not 70s. doing those newer yeah. ones. They're staying true to those seventies ones. Yeah. And it's good. They and really it did a good up job. To that. And, and it's like and the second season. Great. So there I'm gonna reiterate this. We didn't really binge on it because it's coming out as we've been watching it. Yeah. We watched like one episode a week. But I'm telling you, these are fucking good. Well, and we literally today watched the season finale of season two of Mandalorian and it fucking delivered. It delivered. It was good. It was fucking through. awesome. I have not I have not said 
oh shit at the end of a uh, of a um of a series in a long time. I have not literally been like out loud like oh shit at the end of a fucking series in a long time. And Mandalorian did that. Yeah. I literally I I couldn't help it. I was like, "Oh shit." Yeah. No way. And we're not going to give you guys any details because no, 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 we no. really want you guys to watch it, but that blew us no away. No spoilers. Oh shit. It no was spoilers I in this I episode. was just like, "Oh shit." Yeah. Like that that was awesome. Like yeah. I I kind of could have predicted it, but at the same time, I didn't really understand the timeline in which it was at the time right. everything came together in that last episode yeah. all these things came together and I'm, I'm even understanding new things now because of i'm thinking back to all the things that happened it, a lot of things came together in the last episode you really yeah. know what time period it, it's in and you really know who's doing what and it is absolutely worth watching. And as a personally, as a spectator of this, and I'm very critical. Like I've worked in and out of film. Like personally, what I can say from watching this series was the first season was a lot slower. It was a little messy. Second season started that way, but halfway through they really picked it up. And I think the strength of the Mandalorian was they really focused on the heart of it, which is the baby Yoda. The, and focused yeah, on that's why like it it's called it's called the mandalorian but it's not really about just the mandalorian it's about yeah. his connection with this yoda that has the power this, of the yeah, force right that is. so yeah. you so halfway through like once you like get through guys get through the first season get through half well, of season the first two season is good it's good but it's, it is good. it's just it's just it kind of messy it's just kind of messy thought, i thought the first and season then, was good and then like when you hit season two halfway through you really, truly see this Mandalorian and this Yoda having and this shit relationship. And crazy and really organized. Yeah. And, I mean, like, organized right. organized like the Roman army. I mean, shit gets, like, yeah. really, everything, you see everything works. And quality entertainment, in terms of what Dante said about, like, the keyword works, is just not about having, like, good quality, having good music, having good special effects. It's it about really, the a good story. Works. But a good story is stems from the relationships of those characters. Absolutely. Really good characters and, and, and really, really good relationships. In the second season, they yeah. really develop. And I got, like, teary-eyed for this season two Mandalorian finale. Yeah. yeah. I got really teary-eyed. Good. Really good. Really good. Legitimately yeah. amazing. Yeah. And I think everybody should... Yes. Yeah. Watch that shit. Please. If you haven't seen it, please. really good. If you're into Star Wars, really good. If you're yeah. not into Star Wars, well, fuck you. No, and, I mean, you know, you're great too, but... <laughs> but you should just be open-minded. So, yeah, be open-minded. So we're going to end this series on a couple on a of... downer, maybe. No, no, not really a downer. downer. It's kind of more <laughs> of like a bingey, but like a quick bingey of we decided to go cowboy western on this. Well, sort of. Uh, has we, nothing to do with the fact that I own I, cowboy I, boots I, and I worked at a cowboy boot store. Yeah, has she to did, do with yeah. that. I did. I like the culture. Like, I like that Americana, sure, sure. cowboy hat, cowboy hat. Like, I like well, that this, shit. Well, this one is not fun. Um, And this is why I'm... Well, I, I surprised it's, it's, it's you a with binge, this one. It's a binge of a mix of stuff. It so is, we'll it lay is. it out to you guys, All like, right. one by one. I surprised Jenny with this one. Uh, I was in bed, and I was kind of laughing about it. And I was like, oh, you're going to like this one. And I was kind of laughing because I'd seen the movie before. But I'm... Um, Almost laughing for a bad reason because this is not a fun movie. Right. 
uh, 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. It is a I mean, fucked it's, that up That one's movie. really not too Western as it is kind of like realistic in its time period. I mean, it's actually Eastern, but that's the point. It's Southern. Yeah. There, there's a, there's actually ah. the whole, there, there's actually a, um, a uh, category called Southern, where Southern is uh, when you, when, when it comes to movies, the whole point is that uh, the system is fucked up, and it takes an outsider to cure part of the system, and that is what the Southern um, idea of a story is, and that's in America. So it's a, a legitimate Southern. It, you would call it a, a Southern. Uh, there are movies about um, certain things that happened in the South after, uh, in the 1920s, like when right. those black girls were had to go to the, the school, that white school and all the white people. That's a Southern. Well, let's just, like let, that movie about that, that's a Southern. Let's just say so room- that's just my sort of, sorry, but that's just sort of like, the explanation of what a southern is. Well, let's just also remove the elephant from the room. Slavery is fucked up, and slavery is a hard thing to watch on TV. It's horrifying and it's terrible, especially in this movie. It's they to- make it's it totally really, like really fucking visceral. yeah. It's unethical. It's inhumane. It's it's horrible. Well, okay, but like, everybody what? knows that. But yeah. Let's let's but acknowledge. But I'm just kind of let's like describing this. the fact that it's just a hard thing to watch. So I've been kind of like avoiding that. Yes. But the twelve it's the terrifying. twelve year slave is a true story that a guy wrote a book on, and I remember when it first came out, and I was living in LA. I didn't have the chance to watch it. I really wanted to watch it, and then I started seeing it everywhere in movie theaters. It was winning all these awards. It had all these, like, well-known cast members. And I was like, fuck, like, I never had a chance to watch it. So when Dante was like, let's watch this, you haven't watched it, I was kind of uneasy about it, like, you know, biasly because I knew it would be uncomfortable to watch. Like, I didn't... It is not fun to watch. I do not want to see humans being treated that way. Like, it bothered me a lot. You're not even white. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I'm part of that kind of like category no, of third party. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. But this is what I'm doesn't saying. Matter. I'm proud to be Asian. It's fine. This is what I'm saying. That movie is so fucking hard to watch. Yeah. Watching it, I mean, it's not for the faint of heart. Like if you can't handle like I I, I could hardly torture and bad like treatment of each absolutely. other. I could hardly don't hold, watch this movie. I could hardly hold back tears. But yeah. Hardly. I yeah. can hardly... I almost cried. Yeah. And I don't usually cry. And the whole fucked up point is, like, the main character, he's, like, this excellent violinist. He's an amazing violinist. And you he's see an amazing him, person he's, in general. He's, he's a good musician. He's a good guy. He has a fucking amazing and he family. Was literally he has a good stolen. life. Yeah. He's literally stolen yeah. from the North. Yeah. Taken and I can't, down to the South and to I, be a it's slave. Like, it's just like, I'm embarrassed, like, as an American, that, like, America don't, don't, don't was divided that. in that way where they treated look, human beings like that. Look, back then... Like, that hurts me. That those people were were fed different... Yeah. They were fed different information. It's culture, and it's timing. It I is it. it is culture. I get it. You know, slavery is culture. Look, yeah. Africa... It's culture, but it's fucking terrible. Africa right now has more slaves than America does, okay? So... 
this is my point. There's actually more slaves now than there ever has been uh, in history. Not at least not in America. America was like we fucked up. Well, that's hard to say. I, I, illegally, yeah. yes, there are just as many slaves all over the world as there always was. Actually, there are more. Right. This is my point. This is why I actually showed this to her, is to kind of explain to everybody, slavery is not dead. Slavery is not government condoned anymore. Right. Now, back then, in the 1850s, yeah, you could own a slave, and the government said it was okay. However, after that, slavery didn't stop. Right. Still, to this day, there are more slaves than there has ever been, ever, in the world. Slavery is more prominent now than it has ever been. Just, that, that, is not an, that is not an exaggeration. I am not saying this to try and stop slavery just because I hate slavery. I'm saying this because it's true. There are more slaves in this world than there have ever been in history. Yeah. And this is the 21st century. It, like, it kills my soul, guys, to, like, just know that, like, slavery is still going on. That, like, that's, like, the fucked up shit people treat each other. Like, that is what they're doing to them. It kills my soul. Like, they're doing this that. exact thing to I them. I hate that. It's not this. I mean, maybe they're not doing it in, in front of people. But, yes. There are more slaves now than there have ever been in history. Not cool. That's how it is. Yeah. It, in third world countries and and in first world countries, there are sex slaves. Well, let, let's just think. There, let's just like take a step back and go on a deeper like onion level where you're peeling the layers, and it's okay. just kind of like what from the Roman times of them working up to like six or seven hours to where we are now. People are enslaved to their jobs. Well, that's why you have the, the misery Roman society, of our society. The Roman society was based around slavery. It started it. Yeah, the Roman society but was, was almost 100% it was based less intense than it is now. So, it, like, from somebody like for me, that's changed careers. Well, like, I'll tell you, I know times. the reason why it's less intense is because there were less people and there was less ability. To big brother everybody, to to watch over everybody. Yeah. So yes, it well, is. It was less intense. Was very like um, archaic at the time. Yeah, well, you couldn't watch people on a fucking camera. Nowadays, yeah. if you wanted to watch someone on a camera, no problem. Well, you have somebody that's like super good on computers and coding and can hack into no your system, problem. IP address. It's no problem to very, watch very easy. on camera. Very very easy. You can probably watch it on YouTube how to do most of the shit anyway. Yep. But, back back in right. back in the classical yeah. era era yeah if you had a slave they could run away yeah. now nope they well, can't run away this is why like covid has just like pulled the stops on everything cuz it's just like you have people moving too fast you have people being slaves and robots working their jobs like covid is just kind of like okay this is your health where you can't physically fight through that and work at the same time because yeah. a lot of industries are like well you have a little cold you have a little sniffle go to work anyway because we fucking need you to work well do you want coronavirus because right? we'll the coronavirus you. is like this shutdown of what's going on in this like bad system of just like 
just doing so much, burning yourself out, yeah. nonstop. And what it is, no, nobody's talking so, about yeah. what can you do so to reduce COVID is the a effect true reset, of COVID. Especially for myself, like a lot of people that have been laid off, like no longer work in the nine to five world. Like for me, I'm just kind of like, like, at, like even though I'm in a pandemic and I'm not employed with somebody nine to five, I'm still working like, like almost up to twelve hours to get shit done because I'm trying to figure out like a business, like a freedom to get yeah. out of that shit. So it's kind of like COVID is like that reset mode for people that are just like, well, I work this nine to five and I'm gonna own this house in Beverly Hills and I'm gonna buy this car and I'm in this concrete jungle that Dante and his his work and company helps build by the way, where it's just kind of like, we're in this game. Like, life the whole thing and is a society game. has developed a You're game not going to get a second chance, a system. But you don't. No, you, you're you live if you die, you die. And it's over. So it's just kind of like, how much, what kind of life do you want to leave with? Like, do you want to sit on your deathbed and be like, well, I wish I did this? Or do you want to say, I sincerely tried that and it didn't work out? Do you want to incorporate slavery into your, into your fucking yeah. system? Look, there are people out there fighting yeah. against this. Well, the beauty of 12 Years Slave is this guy didn't stop believing and fighting for his family. He just kept he working. Had, he, he kept, kept going. He kept, he kept working. He was a survivalist. He had major PTSD from everything that he fucking dealt with. Yeah. But he got out of it. And he was alive. Yeah. And he was free. And, like, for you guys, like, if you guys, like, I don't know, like, you have to watch the movie to wrap your head around how he it's feels. It's horrifying. But it's you fucking experience horrifying. All but you the need to watch it. Yeah. You need to watch yeah. it. And for somebody like me, like, I grew up watching a lot of horror movies because my mom was into horror movies, yeah. but that was horrific because I knew it was true. It's terrifying. Well, it was horrific because they're. Really good actors. Well, it's it not was just horrific that. It's because just like, you're watching really good. Every, everything that we saw was what the true, person wrote in the book. It's a true story. And that's first what of happened. all, it's first of I all, it's a true story. I just can't believe humans do that to other humans. Like, it's that's horrifying. so scary. Yes, yes, like, it's that, horrifying. That is truly the horror. You know what you should do is read a little bit about the Inquisition. Oh, it's man. really bad. Well, you know, I'm it's not no gonna even. Good. I'm yeah. not gonna even what, start talking what, about what Spanish the, because yeah, what I did know. the Spanish do I to the they, fucking Jews and the Inquisition? Fuck. Read a little bit about yeah. that. All the torture methods they did just to get them to say things they didn't do. But uh, look, <laughs> taking it back. <laughs> Twelve <laughs> Years a Slave. Oosh. Amazing movie. Great movie. Really good. Great actors. Fucking. Brad Pitt's in it. Michael Fassbender's in it. I forgot the black guy's name. Well, you have the chick from American Horror Story in it. She's, she's great. In it. Yeah, well, she fucking is horrible, but she's great. She's horrifying. No, no, she's a horrifying character, she's but that's a, how good of an actor she is. She's a horrifying bitch. She's right. But she's I, such a good and, fucking uh, by actor, By the way, man. guys, I actually uh, watched Run, which is like that movie where she plays the mom and the kids in their wheelchair. Must watch, recommend. It's okay. Good. For, okay hor- recommend for horror fans. I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that. I, I don't think you would like it, so that's why I watched it without you. Well, we'll see. It was see. slow we'll and see. staggering, we'll and see. it was good, but recommend that too. So Michael Fassbender was also in another movie that we watched called Jonah Hex. Ugh, he God. played He played this Irishman that was He was actually really terrifying, but okay. Just to set up Jonah Hex for you guys. Jonah Hex is a was it Marvel or DC? It was a DC thing. DC, I think. Right, yeah. It was a DC thing. 
But okay, so you have Jonah Hex's DC comic thing, and then you have Josh Brolin, who usually is in B movies like Machete. He, yeah, I guess he does so. like a lot of. But B-movies. he's also a really a, good actor. I think he's a great actor. He's I just a great think, actor. But what it is is he's been typecast into these type of movies. Yeah, these so kind of. He well, was, he was in True Grit too. No, no, he was also in. All these connect, he was so. also in Old Boy. Yes, he was an old boy, which was which a was great like the, movie. Which is like the remake, but he played it really well in the remake. Yeah. So I think Josh Brolin is a great actor, awesome but I actor. just think he's been typecast into these like weird subculture really B weird. movies. Really weird. But he does it well. He does it well. So getting back to Jonah Hex, Jonah Hex, if you guys don't know the mythology of it, is this guy that almost died. He got revived by the Native American culture spiritual thing. Uh-huh. And then he's kind of like trying to fight the bad. And then the bad. Tried the so, evil. It gets a little weird. Because Jonah it's Hex, around the Confederate time, which is around the time of the twelve years. Okay, so it's yeah, into. yeah. It's around the same time. Right. It's actually ten years after. Or twenty years after is what you would probably say. But it's after the Confederacy lost. Right. And what's his name? Was the general. Fucking uh I was tripping out that he was general. Uh, Michael Fassbender was like his fucking lackey. And then, uh, what's his name? The fucking, what's that actor's name? I know, I know. It's on the tip of my tongue, right, but right, I can't right. remember. Doesn't matter. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, John Malkovich. John fucking okay. Malkovich. And like to not even get us started on John Malkovich. John Malkovich is fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's if hilarious. you guys haven't seen uh, Being John Malkovich... And burn Watch notice being burn, John burn Malkovich. After reading, right? Watch be, burn after reading. Okay, amazing Top two. movies. You guys don't know John Malkovich? Watch being John Malkovich and burn after reading because John Malkovich sails. So good. The kind of so good. Like I think, so good. I think to be honest, John Malkovich deserves his own acting category, which is just kind of like the category called John Malkovich because Dude, John Malkovich. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, he's mesmerizing. It's <laughs> just like so the good. minute you see him on screen, you're like, who the fuck is I don't care who he plays. I don't care who he plays. I want him to fucking be there. I don't care That's if he loses a bona fide, or wins. I want him to be on the screen. Like rock star actor. So good. So good. And that's kind of what Jonah Hex brought. So that's to that so he is so imagine. So you guys already know our preface in terms of Josh Brolin. Jonah Hex, by the way. Probably I don't know how so, old it is. So, really jo- old movie. so Jonah Hex like 10, is the Josh Brolin. Fifteen years old. John movie. Malkovich is the evil guy, trying to rule the to have the Confederacy. Yeah, he wants to bring back the Confederacy, like with the Golden Circle. Zero sense. So that, that's why you kind of get into this like uh, B movie, like never actually going to happen fantasy thing. Yeah, but it's a fun watch. Jonah yeah. Hex is a fun watch. You have Megan Fox, which like. Got a little Megan Fox in there. You which, know, which you have her in Transformers. Got her thumbs. And then you have her and, that. And, you know, Yeah, you that. hardly see her anywhere else. But Look up look up Megan Fox thumbs. <laughs> I don't want to look it up because I looked it up once and I was like, that's kind of scary. <laughs> but I think she's, you know, like you said, like she's beautiful. in a male she's sense. She's beautiful. She's attractive. Okay, like preface this, you guys. I went to the Scream Awards. She got big old tits. Scre- she got a big old ass. Okay, I went to the Scream Awards where I sat next to Stan Lee in the front row. Uh-huh. And... I remember seeing Megan Fox in person. It was just a lot of makeup. She oh, had yeah, a lot yeah, of makeup. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. sure she's pretty, like, naturally. Oh, I'm sure she But when is. she rolled up, I was like, that's a lot of makeup. That's, a, that's very, well, like, You Hollywood. don't know. You don't know. I don't well, know what she looks uh, like naturally. Uh, I don't know. And I, I think know. she wouldn't look nice naturally, but yeah. she just keeps rocking the lot of makeup thing. Yeah. 
But when I went to Scream Awards, the only person that was like naturally really pretty was uh, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. The Aerosmith chick. Put it there. She didn't have that much. She was like naturally makeup, and she was just like she looked vibrant and, hey and good. Look, that's not what we're talking about, but that's awesome. But that's that's all I'm saying. All I'm saying <laughs> is just hey, fucking Liv Tyler. Ma- Megan Fox good is without a, makeup. Megan Fox is a fine actor. She's not the best, but she's a fine actor. But lots of makeup in person. If you guys are just hey, like wondering Megan about Fox, that. she seems like just like kind of like a. Just like another a typical, Hollywood type. Like a typical yeah. Hollywood, like, okay. Yeah. So, don't want anybody to see you real to you. you that's, know, I mean, I guess you typical. gotta keep up appearances. Real typical. That's, that's fine. It happens. No, that's okay. It's real typical. Yeah. Which leads us to our next... Well, True Grit. True Grit. What's his not Josh Brolin was in that, too. He played the retard that killed her... No, he, he plays the person that she's running after. Running towards. Oh, uh, running, running after. But she, he killed her yeah. mother and well, father. Okay, so prefacing True Grit, you guys know the Coen brothers. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? And oh, Burn so After good. Reading. Um, oh, and yeah, uh, yeah, what is yeah, it? Yeah. Barton Fink. Oh, yeah. yeah the yeah. Coen brothers, you guys are fucking weird, but you guys fucking know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Good shit. You made some but good it's, fucking And movies, you guys, man. like, burn it into our media, like the Coen brothers. Well, Even after, brother uh, out there, what is it, Serious Man? You haven't run. seen Serious Man, but that shit was good, too. Yeah. And it's the Coen Brothers, right? Coen Brothers is like, imagine yourself being thrown across the room and then your head slapped against the cement concrete wall. Fantastic! That's how Coen Brothers works, but you never forget it. They cement, like, their signature on it. Yeah. So, True Grit, Coen Brothers, they produced it, and it has this very, like, loquacious, cocky kind of chick Trying to redeem for she's the fact a, that her she's daughter died. She's a girl. Died. She's like a twelve-year-old yeah. girl. Right. She's supposed to be like a twelve-year-old girl. Right. And she's trying to get justice for her father. Yes. And mother who was murdered. No, no, no just her father. father just who her father. was murdered by um, this guy that's played by Josh Brolin. Right. He's just Josh like an autistic psychopath. He's an autistic dumbass. <laughs> autistic who, dumbass. Who just walks around with a gun. But he's for good some at reason. killing people apparently because yeah. he killed her well, dad. He, well, he almost killed her. Yeah. He's walking around with a gun for some reason. Yeah. Why'd you give the moron a gun? He shouldn't have a gun. <laughs> Why did you give the moron yeah. a gun? But then you have, um, uh, was it, is it Jeff Bridges? Yeah. He, it's Jeff Bridges and then surprisingly he, Matt Damon. Matt this. Damon's in it. Yeah. Fucking great movie. He, Bec- Matt Damon plays LaBeef. Uh, yeah. He's, he's a Canadian. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, we're going to just throw out that LaBeef joke with Shia LaBeouf. Uh-huh. Take it away, Dante. What? Which that one? Shia LaBeouf, LaBeef, with his, like, uh, what what do you call it? What do you call it in, what do I call like, what? the Jewish thing where you have, like, a minister or somebody? Remember how he said, like, LaBeef, like, his minister or something was saying oh. that he was, what, what, like, sorry, guys, I'm not Jewish, so I'm not getting the terminology right. But Shia LaBeouf's joke was the <laughs> fact that LaBeouf, like, translate to, like, like, the meat, right? Or the pork or something? Well, uh, I have no idea, actually. But his... I forgot, I forgot. What you would call it would be a um, a rabbi. Oh, sorry. Okay, that's the word. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay, so Shia LaBeouf's rabbi Mm -hmm. benched him and prevented him from being part of... Like, was was it just like a sports team or something? Or being part of just like the... 
Is this the joke? Because I don't know. Maybe he was lying. <laughs> Maybe he was. But regardless, it was a really good joke. Shia LaBeouf was like, that guy is a fool. He's a, my, yeah, my rabbi is a fool. <laughs> because the, and the, <laughs> yeah, and the, and the curving is joke is that he translated his last name as the beef. Oh, okay. That's like why. Le Beef. Yeah. Le Beef. And he was just kind of like, I'm not going to let this guy be a part of it. <laughs> So that's that's the joke. If you guys get it, you know what? Like, you know, I hardly good. got it, but yeah. you know what? I'm I'm happy for the so, explanation. So True Grit definitely recommended. True Grit is great, it, but it's too. I wish I could have explained but it it's more. Also, but it's actually so. But it's, it's so also good. too real, and it's Coen Brothers. Coen it's Brothers really is real. hard to explain. Okay, really so real and really kind of fucked up in the okay, end. Okay, so we talked about the remember like the ballad of uh, Buster Scruggs. Oh, that was hard. That was a that Buster. Was... That was a Coen Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I could tell that's what the fuck. Cone brothers do they, they just make do the some shit weird really shit. weird yeah. and very real so if you guys are really real that, really kind of fucking not real to a certain extent real you know what though real, true grit up. was a really <laughs> real real fucking yeah, movie it was a good movie really it's fucked real. up it's weird realistic but also not super realistic, realistic. watch it realistic man. to the extreme watch yeah true grit this it guys is know what they're legitimately doing. good yeah and True then uh, I guess the next one that we're going to just end on is Cowboys versus Aliens. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Halo. Killing yeah. a lot of Aliens. And I'm, I'm just getting back to it. So guys, like, prefacing, I haven't touched a game controller for over 16 years. <laughs> and Dante's just showing me, like, oh, press I'm like, this button, wait a second. Wait a second. And I'm like, I'm like Dante, you got to play go Halo slower. again. Because I'm not too familiar with handling a controller. You gotta and play it, some Halo. Yeah. So, so, so we're drinking some kombucha, some, some hard kombuchas. And uh, playing some some Halo, but we we uh, we saw Cowboys and Aliens on there. What was it on? Uh, HBO. HBO, I think, or was it Hulu? Or was it Disney? No, it wasn't no. Disney. I think it's HBO. It's HBO. HBO. Yeah, yeah, he's right. He's right. He's right. Sorry, I'm getting back into the land of living. It's HBO. Cowboys and Aliens, super awesome, but a lot of plot holes. Yeah. Uh, first of all, don't watch it when you're high. <laughs> do not watch it when you're From on a bunch of ketamine. Do not. Do, don't watch it when you're high because you're gonna like start getting lost and being like, "Is this real?" You're like, gonna you're feel into like the it. movie is literally real. Because we did, and we started and freaking the scary. fuck out. <laughs> it was scary as fuck. And I remember, guys, like I watched this in movie theaters when it came out, and then watching it like the second time, just being high, I was like freaked the fuck out i was like what the fuck <laughs> I is felt, going i on? literally felt yeah. like every motion in the movie was like up to me well also and you have these legends you have harrison ford, harrison ford is and in you it. have the like james a, bond guy daniel craig daniel craig is and then in you it. have like olivia wilde olivia wilde fuck dude it was it, it's a little kooky it's kooky and uh and then you get into it and you're like wait a second when you're sober yeah. you're like wait a second why are the aliens bigger than the humans, first of all? Yeah. You know? And second of all, why are they like animals? Like, if these animals are here to, like, mine our gold and they're, like, this advanced, why do they look like monkeys? doesn't make a whole lot of sense, It doesn't does it? make... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And they're, like, snatching people and making them, like, connected to their ship, but for no reason. There are so many plot holes. I, yeah. Look, I'm not going to explain all of them right now. I didn't write them down. But if you watch the movie yeah. and you understand science and you know yeah. everything about all that stuff, you're going to be like, wait a second, that's just fucking crazy. That doesn't make any sense. But you know what? However. What? Right. Awesome 
Movie. What it looked like to me was like a like people getting stoned in a writing room, and they're just like, you know what? I like well, I like, was, I like Americana. A, I like cowboy. And you know what's weird? Fucking aliens. It was. Let's a, just have the cowboys and the aliens in one movie. It was and a comic book. That's a fucking book. weird concept. It was it. Yes, cowboys and aliens was a comic well, book. you know. So there you go, the right? Fed. I didn't know that's, that. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So cowboys and aliens was, I believe, it was a comic book or it was a or it was a graphic novel. I didn't know that. Kind. I didn't know that. So that's why it was so odd. So, I think. but so but it you, does. So would you recommend people watching it? Absolutely. It's, Watch it's, it. It's, it's a really good, good action It's fun. really fun. Yeah. Really fun. Just fucking dive in, man. Have a good <laughs> time. Like, yeah. I, we, we watched it, and I was just like, yeah, I, I saw some plot holes, but I was just like, fuck it. I've yeah. been playing Halo. Like, I'm just going to suck. I'm just going to suck into it, man. It was well, awesome. Dante, also, as somebody that's played all the Halos, what, which Halo would you recommend for somebody that's new to Halo? Halo 1. Start at one, my friend. So you're hey. saying they should start from one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, absolutely. One is still holds in up. Which, man. In which, in a in a pers- in a personal like review sense, would you like say that it's worthwhile to continue with the Halo? Like it keeps getting better, or would it keeps you say it better. stays the same? It stays what? the same. It keeps getting better. Both. So, like, story-wise, it stays the same, but it gets better, like, graphically and, like, player-wise. Oh, it gets better graphically. Story-wise, it stays the same. Yeah. Story-wise, it's very, very... And that's and that's another thing, guys. Like, when I... Like, the whole reason why I talked about the Scream Awards that I went on was Halo was huge. Yeah. Halo was huge for that awards. Like, Halo, like, music, and they, like... I think they, if they didn't win, if at least nominated Halo or mentioned it throughout the award show that I was this, at, this sitting is, next hey, to Stanley. This is not written on our little thing here. No, no, we're but just I'm like, uh, right we're now, just ad-libbing. Hey, hey, if you haven't figured out anything about the Halo story, if you've never played Halo before, and you have the capability to play Halo, go fucking learn about a little bit of Halo, man. It's crazy. The, the lore is insane. Well, what I think it is, is just really good writers that just wanted to put realistic quality behind really it. Really great story. Writing. It's going to, it's going to, it's, it'll, it'll eat up a whole week of your time if you just sit and do it for nonstop. Well, you just sit there and look it up for nonstop. And, it, it and, will. And Dante and I are probably going to binge playing Halo for the rest of the year, which is why <laughs> we're going to fucking disappear. But... Halo, Halo Infinite is going to come out yeah, soon. Yeah, but I'm we're just excited. I'm like 16 years of a pause on playing games. I'm just getting back to it and learning how to just maneuver and play, use the controller. But um, I guess, you know. We're That's like it, a... guys. Hey. This is our last lit cast, but not last well, podcast. Not last. Wait, well, la- yeah, last but lit cast. Last, like, yeah, lit cast but title, but we're we want, we want, we want to, yeah, we want to, um, we want to specify what we're doing our talks on. So this is going to be Dante and Jenny streaming about streaming content, about anything we're doing. You know, and we're thinking of doing maybe another one just and about it, and life it doesn't and have its own like stuff. website anymore, like the Ellie Informant Litcasting. Um, if you want to follow us website wise, www.healthist.live. But podcast wise, we'll be streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google 
We'll we'll be all over there. There you go. But we'll just be under the new name moniker of Dante and Jenny Streaming. Yes. Very simple, very straightforward. We don't want to fucking confuse people. We yeah. are Dante and so Jenny. So we really appreciate you guys listening. We love doing these podcasts. We love telling you guys what to stream because there's like way too fucking many. You know? So many things. And uh, you know, like Dante said in the beginning, like we just seek truth. Seek you know? truth. We just want to give we you guys love. like an honest perspective. You know, whatever experiences we go through, such as the COVID, we're going to tell you guys our personal yeah. experience. We, we had a really, and we're really just going to be time, real about it because but we had a really good time too. Yeah, because you, know? you can all day long, you can go on Google and search like this shit and be like worried, or you could just listen to us and just be like, okay, those people actually went through it, and I'm just hearing. Yeah, we we their both we all yeah. got tested positive. All yeah. three of us tested positive, so don't. Worry about it. If yeah. you're healthy, you're gonna be fine. It'll take two weeks for you to get over it, but you're gonna be fine. Well, maybe. Maybe it'll take less. Yeah. So, on that note, we're, we're reaching the reviews and highlights of... Let's see. Uh, the, uh, um, what is it? Running Wild? Yeah. That was Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls on streaming on Hulu. The Penn and Teller bullshit Penn and, streaming Penn and Teller on Hulu. bullshit is great. Really, everybody. Mandalorian on streaming on Disney+. Plus. Mandalorian's great. 12 Year Slaves streaming on Hulu. That one's hardcore, guys. Really, hardcore. really. I... Jonah Hex streaming on Hulu. That, yeah. Hulu. True Grit streaming on Hulu. That's Hulu, too? Jesus. That's Hulu, Hulu, too. Stuff. And last but not least, Cowboys vs. Aliens streaming on Hulu. HBO. 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 Yeah, yeah. So that's it, guys. That's our last episode for the year. I appreciate you guys tuning in for 2020. We're going to be coming back with you guys yeah, with yeah, Dante soon, soon. and Jenny streaming soon. Another we're gonna, week. Another week. Yeah, we're going to, you know, like redevelop Sorry, and we took, we took time off. We didn't mean to. We didn't we mean to. We were sick. We had COVID. Very sick. We had COVID. And for anybody that can avoid it, Avoid it like avoid the plague. Avoid it. Avoid it. But if you and have take it, the vaccine. If you I have promise it, it's going to be it's okay. It's not the end of the world. If you're a healthy person, you'll be okay. If you're not, you know, just slow it down and just really focus on your health. Or don't take the vaccine. To be honest, if you if you've had it, don't yeah. take it. Don't have anybody. But then it with disclaimer anybody. again, we're not health professionals. Haven't. We're just talking from experience. Do we what just you want, want you guys do. to be okay. And thank you. Happy holidays, guys. Happy Christmas. Merry uh, Hanukkah. Merry Hanukkah. Merry Happy Kwanzaa. Christmas. Happy New Year. Fuck Kwanzaa. Thank you guys for listening. We're a cast. Yeah. All right. Have a good night, everybody. See you guys soon. Dante and Jenny streaming is what you'll see. If yeah. not, www.helpis.live. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.